Yeah, but like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, all right, all right. Welcome, everyone, to the debut episode of the Stir Podcast right here in Stir Pod Studios in Howell, Michigan, where I, your host, Casey Helton, along with my co-host, Jace Arledge and Ellen Keaton, are here to bring you the local tea on all the issues, county, school, statewide, we're going to cover it all with some keen observations and analysis, as well as some fun and good vibes. So for our rundown today, we're going to be featuring an interview with Katie Urban and Quentin Cotton. Now, these two are staffers at FlexTech High School in Brighton, and recently FlexTech made headlines when, on the very first day of school, their parking lot was vandalized um, in a just a despicable incident. So we have Katie and Quentin here to talk to us about how that how that incident affected them, how it affected their students, right. what the student response was, and um, to talk also to us a little bit about diversity in education and why that's important. And then after that, we're going to wrap up with the section we call Good Vibes because we want to end our show on a positive note. And we're going to talk to you at the end about how you yourself can submit content for our Good Vibes and we will put your pictures, anything, anything you want that gives good vibes, we're going we're gonna to put it up and yeah. include it as part of our show. So that is basically the rundown of the show for today. And speaking of Good Vibes... <laughs> Allow me to introduce you to Mr. Good Vibes himself, my co-host, Jace Arledge. So, Jace, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's see. Um, I'm married I have to a beautiful woman. Um, and her I name is? Sandy. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's, she's, uh, she's my soul. She's, it. she's my soul. Um, I have five children. Five children. Yeah, five children, all the way from 30 years old to 18. My youngest will be 18 in October, so I'm hitting there. Um, I'm a retired teacher. Okay. I have a master's degree in history, education, and curriculum and instruction. Um, I taught in South Carolina. I taught in Detroit. Uh, my school closed, so um, when I, when I, when that happened. I got out of teaching. I didn't want to teach anymore because mm. it just was getting too uh, too volatile of a workplace. But I did go to seminary school. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you <laughs> had religious form of religious I, I training do, as well. Yes, and uh, I had to do that. Are you a reverend? Is that no, like, no, I'm a youth minister. A youth minister. Okay. So I had to do that so that um, I could be a youth minister. So mm -hmm. I worked for two different denominations. I worked for a Catholic Church and I worked for um, a Presby I worked for Howell Presbyterian Church. Oh. So I worked right here in the county. Yeah. Um, I also write a column in Fowlerville News and Views. Right. And I started doing that about maybe four years ago. Okay. And my wife said, you know, you should write a book. So uh, I think you have a copy or something. I do have a copy yeah. of the book. Yes. Um, I have read this book. This is a great book. Okay, so this book, it's called Till Next Time by Jace Arledge. It's available on Amazon. Um, when I found out, see, I met Jace... A while. I've known Jace for about a year. I met him officially, like, face-to-face, -face, I should say, um, for the first time last year at Howell Pride. But I had been following his social media. He does a lot of TikToking. And um, 
we kind of have become friends yeah. like, over the past couple, you know, year right. or so. Right. And, you know, it was it was Jason and I who kind of got together because somebody had put a little bug in my ear that Jace had wanted to do a podcast. And I was a big fan of Jace's TikToks. He speaks at the Fallerville School Board meetings regularly, and he does it so well. Like, you, if you have not heard Jay speak at a Fallerville <laughs> School Board meeting, you have such heart, and you put so much just feeling into into what you have to say and it drew my attention so I was very excited when Jace when I learned that Jace wanted to do a podcast so him and I got together we started talking and then we met Ella right yeah. and uh this is Ella Nikitin we're so happy to have her with us um she Ella is like our she's our super genius of of this show oh yeah um Ella if you didn't have you on this show, like Jason and I would probably be doing this in a like tin, tin cans in a refrigerator box or something. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be better than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you would do better than that. Maybe a little bit better. I don't know, but um, you did. I just want to get this out there. You did. Our amazing intro yeah. for our podcast. Yeah, that's it's, amazing. Tell us, like, tell us about yourself, Ella, and what your passions are, and how you got to be so talented with doing media. Well, my main thing is just like programming and stuff, but like, I do a lot of other stuff as well. You yeah, know, you know, making videos that. and stuff. You so you like to do your your passion, if I understand this correctly, you mod PlayStation Two games. That's one of the things I do. Yeah. I also, you know, I made like my own, I, I made my own game. Um, I'm actually going to show yeah, it real show quick. Us, show uh, some of it. Uh, wait. I mean. So you create your own games. Yeah, a little bit. Wow, that's a lot of talent. Yeah. That is not there easy to do. Oh, look at this. Yeah, so basically the way this works, you got this thread thing. It's got limited length. Of The theme was bears. Was teddy bears. bears. Okay, so this is a bear. Okay. No, actually, no, no, no. It was stuffed animal protagonist. That's what the oh, theme stuffed was. stuffed animal so. protagonist. So the, okay. the the bear is the protagonist. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Can this... And then here you are. So there's that picture of you with your your signature ears on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's 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 take a moment here because. We like to address things head on here at the stir, do we not? Isn't no, that, we yeah. like to wait forever and never address anything. <laughs> no, of course. No, we let no, people that's... make assumptions about well, us see, and, and then that, not confirm or deny them. That's what we're them. here for. We're here to say, what's, what's, okay, I'm going to say it. What's up with the ears? What's up with the ears, Ella? Tell us a little bit about them. Well, I'm going to tell you what it's not. Okay, what is it not? Well, some people, for some reason, seem to get the idea that I'm, like, delusional and that I think I'm a cat or something, mm -hmm. which is, like, utterly preposterous. Well, of course I have is. never said that I think that. It is a symbol. Okay. You know, you know, it's a symbol. Tell us what, what is it a symbol what of? Because I, I want to talk about this a little bit more. Because you know what? First of all, I think it's important that people understand that no matter what Ella wears, she is a whole person, and that is the her her expression of style 
is only a part of, of who she is. Right. So why don't you tell everyone else, tell us about your ears. Tell us what, well, what it symbolizes. It's sort of actually a symbol of autism for me, for me. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that's good to know. So you, you have autism and what is that like? What is, what is that experience like for you being out here in the county and even doing a show like this when you when you have when you have autism? I mean the show is fine. I can I can do a show. The part where the part where shit really hits the fan is <laughs> when you tell me, okay, you know what? You have to call this phone number and like I have to dial a phone number. And then I have to call them, and that that's that absolutely terrifies Anxiety. me. Oh my god, it's Anxiety. so terrifying. But you know, I go up to like a Heartland school board meeting and speak, and that's totally fine. You do, and let me tell you, you are so fearless about that. That is the thing that I have learned about Ella, and we've only known each other for a few months. Yeah. I met you, um, I think, in person for the first time at Pride. This last Howl Pride, I think, or maybe just before I that. I thought we met the first time at the uh, Memorial Day Parade yeah, in Heartland. Yeah, that, you know, I was just, I, I couldn't remember which which came first. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we obviously, met... Memorial Day is in May, Pride is in June. <laughs> you cannot keep me straight with holidays. I don't, my husband's birthday is in two weeks, and I have a reminder set to my phone, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> because I forget these things. So, so yeah, so we met there. And what struck me about you most, and I had heard this from other people, is the way that you will just directly go up and talk to people in a very calm way mm-hmm. who, who may not understand you or even see you as a whole person, but you talk to them and you make them understand through, in your own way that you are a whole person and, and that you do demand respect. And you're inquisitive. You ask them questions. You try... You really try to understand what it is, how it is that people think who may, who may not fully understand the tr- the experience of being trans. Yeah. I, I see. and then. Oh yeah, that is a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. Yes, because but, but it's it's and it's all about education. <laughs> Hey, look! It's the child and, indoctrinating <laughs> yeah. thingy. Let's all let, let's let's take a let's take a breath here for one second. We need to all take one breath because this is this is you're gonna see this flag. We are not on a show like this. We are about respect. We are about acknowledging yes. people's existences, and people just need to uh, to take a breath. Not only about this flag, but they need to take a breath about Ella's ears as well. Right. Anyone who has never experimented with their choice of fashion in their early 20s, just, you need to sit all the way down. That's what I want to say to people about Ella's right. ears. Maybe they just need to sit just a little bit down. Not <laughs> just, all the maybe way. not all the way down. I mean, I, but partially sit I'm down. I'm okay sure. with being called the cat, but not like every time. I have a name. That's right. right. You have right. a name. Right. And, and, and you deserve respect, and you're going to get respect here, as well as all of our guests are all always right. going to get Everybody. get respect on this show. We, right. will, we will entertain opposing points of view, and we will even have opposing points of view yeah, among within ourselves. Within us, sure, yeah. sure. But there will always be an attitude of respect, and we will never demean anybody on this show for what they wear, or how they talk, or anything like that. We are done with the petty Betty on this show, okay? Right. We're here to talk straight issues to analyze those issues, to learn about pe- about all kinds of people. And that's what we're going to do here on The Start. So we hope you will keep staying with us. So 
With that being said, I guess I should probably yeah, introduce myself. Yeah, I was just going to say, what about you? <laughs> give, us, give us a little bit of rundown. Now that I'm you. off my soapbox about that. Um, so, oh, here we go. Put this, here we go. Here's a perfect example. So, show that picture, Ella. So, this is, this is me. I'm, I'm Casey Helton. I've been a resident of Livingston County for over 30 years, and I grew up here. And that's my husband, Jim. I met, I met him out here in 2013. This right here, talk about crazy fashion. This is me. I played roller derby with the Brighton Roller Dolls for 10 years. And this was my regular getup that I would do right there on the rink with my team there. So you kind of get an idea. Like, right. everybody... <laughs> I am not going to be somebody to, like, look sideways at any anything that anybody wears. Because I, I mean, look, at, I got the purple hair. Like, I like to, I like things that are unique. I like people who express themselves uniquely. So, moving on to that. Um, so, here's a picture of me. That's my nephews, Liam and Connor. And then that's a picture of me when I worked at the Livingston Daily Press in Argus back in my early 20s. That's really where I started working out here in Livingston County. That's my old dog, Milo. <laughs> I would bring him to work with me sometimes and he would like sit on the desk. But so that today I work in healthcare. That is one of the, that's my current job. Um, but I did do this professionally for about five years out here in Livingston County. And I, I wrote news features. I wrote um, uh, news, news and opinion, all sorts of stuff. I got to meet a whole lot of different people out here in Livingston County through that, through that experience for about five years. And then I ran for office. I ran for office three times. I ran for county commission. And that was another opportunity for me to meet so many good people out here in the community. And it also gave me a platform to speak about local issues that affect everyone out here. That was the best part of running for office. It brought attention to those issues. So in that, in that same vein, this is part of why what I hope to do here, what we all hope to do here, I yeah. think, at the STIR, is we want to call attention to some of those local issues, to the right. county issues, the school issues, the right. statewide issues that affect us out here. And as we move closer into 2024, when we're going to be deciding on our leaders moving forward, we're going to, those, are, those oh, yeah. discussions are going to become even more important. Well, I, I think I also want to interject this so that everybody understands, okay? Um, this is not just going to be a platform for the uh, LGBTQ, okay? Even though that is a hot topic right now all mm -hmm. over the country. I think that we need that to be known that we're going to talk about issues that affect everyone. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone. So it we may we may talk about, you know, uh, 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 the pride flag. We may talk about stuff but the environment. also the environment. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the environment. We'll talk about, you know, uh, clean water because yeah. I mean you know, Flint still doesn't have clean water. We have PFAS out here. And this in, is what I'm saying. Township. So we need to we need to let you know that we're going to talk about this. And it, because these are issues that some people don't want to watch the news, the local news, because most of the time it's full of, well, crazy stuff. And right. people don't want to bog their mind and their energy yeah. with bad vibes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we want the good vibes. So here. we want the good vibes. So we're but so that's what we're here for is for education. Purposes. We're here for education, analysis, a little bit of critique. We're going right. to have some critique today. We got plenty of critique coming at you. Um and that's going to lead me into my segue. But before I do that really quickly, I just want to say some really quick thank yous. I want to thank my husband Jim who basically built this whole studio. 
I wish you all could see everything here. We got sound yeah. panels. We he painted it. We got furniture. I am so appreciative. We would not have this show if my husband had not put in all that work. And like I said, his birthday is coming up here next weekend, and I'm gonna do something really special for That's him. Good. You need so to. I want to thank him to. for that, yeah. and I want to thank my dad. Jim, thank yeah. you, Jim. I don't want to clap the mic, but thank you so much, honey. And another person I want to thank is um, my dad. My dad's a professional, he's a retired professional photographer, and he had all this lighting equipment from when he was working, his working days, and he donated all of this lighting to us, which I am so appreciative to him. He showed support to me that way, and I right. cannot thank him enough for that. So we have good lighting in here because of my dad. And then the last person I want to thank is Ed Gentile. Yeah. Ed Gentile, our good friend Ed Gentile, who was just here in the studio earlier today, giving us feedback, kind of being a consultant, helping us stay on track. Thank you very much, Ed. Yeah, thanks, Ed. So we touched on story ideas really quickly. I just want to let everyone know, if you have a story idea for something that you would like us to talk about on the stir, you you can send us an email right up here. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Stirpod at proton.me is our email address, and we would love to hear from you because we want to talk about what matters to you. We think that's really important. So please just drop us an email. <clears throat> so stay with us. We're going to talk to Katie, Katie Urban and Quentin Cotton about their experience at Flex Tech High School with the vandalism that occurred on the first day of school. We really hope you'll come back and join us. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, to The Stir. Today, we want to welcome two very special guests, our very first guests that we've ever had here on The Stir, Katie Urban and Quentin Cotton. Welcome, Katie and Quentin, to The Stir. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Um, you, are, you, are, you are staffers at Flex Tech High School, right? Can you tell us a little bit about what your role is at Flex Tech High School? Sure. Um, like you said, my name is Katie Urban. I'm the school social worker at Flex Tech. Um, I have been there, I'm entering my ninth year with them. Um, I previously split my time between our Brighton campus and our Novi campus, but for the last three years now, I've been at Brighton full time. And what about you, Quinn? Yeah. Yeah, um, Quentin Cotton here, um, and once again, thank you for having me. Um, not as long at Flex Tech, just recently moved here um, to Michigan. Um, I currently live in Ann Arbor, just moved here with my husband um, from Wisconsin. Um, at Flex Tech, I serve as the college and career counselor. Um, and then, of course, in that capacity, I just work with primarily, really, on um, 9th and 10th, sorry, 11th and 12th graders, but in its entirety, I work with all students. Um, but in the, So, yeah, been there for a month. A little bit over a month now, and so um, excited. And you know, of course, you know, with the first day of school, reason why we're here, um, you know, a lot of things have been going on. Uh, but I'm excited once again for a new year, and I'm happy that once again, Mr. Urban, Katie's been able to join me today. Yes, we're we're all very excited yeah, to have yeah. you. So, can you tell us a little bit about Flex Tech? What kind of school is Flex Tech, and what kind of students attend Flex Tech? Sure, I can, I can take over that one. Um, Flex Tech is a charter school. We're a public school. We focus on project-based learning. So the idea is that our students engage with the content through 
large projects that demonstrate their mastery of a subject. Um, so they're not taking tests and quizzes, rather they are using real-world applications to prove their knowledge and their mastery of the content that they're learning. Um, through that, they earn a diploma with us. We follow the Michigan Merit Curriculum. Our students, they take the PSAT, the SAT, all of that. Um, we just sort of offer learning in a more non-traditional, maybe creative way. And so I think students that are drawn to us are students who, um, they tend to be really creative or just the traditional sort of brick and mortar school has not been successful for them and they're looking for something different. And you have, you have schools in other places too, not just Brighton, right? Right. So um, Brighton was our, our first school. We opened in 2011. Um, we also have a school in, it was Novi, now it's Farmington Hills, and we also have one in Shepherd, Michigan. Oh, wow. Quentin, is there anything you'd like to add to that? Um, you know, I'm thinking about just the type of students, you know, specifically as um, Katie was saying, you know, those students that might not have found the tra traditional of the school um, to be working for them, you know, usually right now, in my month there, I'm seeing students like, you know, kind of like on both ends of like the spectrum. One, like the student that might be coming in as a ninth grader or um, just wanting something more different because they they were semi-successful, but it wasn't really truly working for them in the way that they, they learn and the way that they engage with others. And um, maybe their district wasn't, you know, meeting their needs, um, whether that was how they identified or um, whether that was, you know, just the everyday ins and outs of their, sorry, their high school career. And of course, your students that you know, we see are, they might be really behind. And so we, there's an opportunity at FlexSec, of course, to kind of, you know, kind of, you know, really um, to recuperate what was lost or um, because we do have students who do work. Uh, we have students that do have sometimes maybe a nine to five or um, might have to take care of other business. You know, they have a real life and they have a family um, or, you know, and at home sometimes there might not be, you know, both parents. And so they have true real life, uh, either barriers or obstacles. And so FlexTech provides an opportunity to be flexible, to provide different types of pathways for students to get across that finish line. And to either one, they want to go up to college, you know, or, you know, start a working career or whatever that might be. Um, you know, there's just a place for any type of student to be able to find that path at FlexTech. Um, I have a question for you guys. How many students, what is your numbers, you know? We are, one of the things that I really love about FlexTech is that we are a smaller school. Um, so right now I think we have about 150 students, um, which is great for Quentin and I because I walk down the hall and I know every single student that I'm walking by, where that might not be the case if I was in, you know, a larger school. How many teachers do you guys have? Uh, I, there are, oh, I have to think now, there are 10 of us, I believe. Oh, wow. wow so it's that's... very individualized yeah. instruction with that ratio. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's great because yeah, everyone that's, learns that's differently nice. and nice. everyone comes, every home life is different. And maybe, you know, a traditional school, like you said, may not meet the needs of that individual student. Some people need to, I know this is how I am. I have to learn something. I have to actually do it hands on. 
Like I'm not, I, I'm, I, traditional book learning, you know, yeah. is right. <laughs> more well, no, difficult. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. and they didn't have this kind of thing when I was in school. Like you had one public high school and that's really where you went or you went to a private religious school. Those were your two options. So it's right. really mm-hmm. remarkable that you have this option for students here in this county and around the state. Yeah. One of the things we really encourage too is for students to pursue their interests with us. And that comes from the staff as well. So for example, we had a student, I think last year, she earned some math credit and some of her competencies. Um, they were learning about radius and, you know, circumference. And she ended up doing it by like crocheting um, shapes and wow. was able to oh like earn gosh. her math credit through that because she was interested in knitting and crocheting. And so our math teacher worked with her to establish like, okay, this is what you need to be able to demonstrate and explain to me. And she was able to do it through the project, which was really cool to see. That is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Especially, yeah. especially yeah. as a person who always struggled with math, I can tell you I would have appreciated an option like that mm-hmm. in my own, in right. my own yeah. um, education. So thank you for, for, for that background. Yeah, it sounds like, FlexTech sounds like it's a remarkable, a remarkable school, don't you guys? Yeah, I, I I do. I mean, if my if my son wasn't already a senior in school, I'd send him over there because yeah. yeah, that he'd he'd learn so much better. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 switch topics just a little bit. Um, so it was reported in the news um, on the very first day of school. Unfortunately, this was um, August twenty eighth was the first day of school, and the incident happened the night before. That's, that was my understanding. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about what happened there at FlexTech on on that morning of the first day of school? Um, so our custodian, Mr. Ray, who we love, um, he showed up to work and he shows up before any of us. So I think he got there around four. Um, and he had noticed that like there was something burning in the parking lot, which ended up being a pride flag. Um, and then as he sort of walked around the building was able to see that it had been vandalized. Um, and when staff then began to show up and it started to lighten outside, that's when we were really able to sort of see what had happened. And, you know, I showed up to work and I thought like, Oh, like our kids, like, you know, spray painted and like, you know, welcomed us to school. Cause that's not something that would have been uncommon for our kids to like, you know, create these, this positive experience of entering the building. So to walk in and, and see all of this, essentially like just hateful language spray painted on our parking lot really was like a shock to, I think all of us. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, you, you sound like you have something well, you want to say. <laughs> well, what I'd like to know is like, um, why do you think your school was targeted. That's something that, like, honestly, I think we've all asked ourselves a lot. Um, My sort of take on it is that, like, we work really hard to create, like, this safe and inclusive environment and community for our students. And I think there are just people out there that don't, don't like that, that don't, you know, accept that, but that's our goal. Our goal is for our students to come in and be supported, to feel safe, to feel welcome, you know, 
no matter who they are, like you're, we're all human. And so our goal is for this to be a safe and inclusive environment that you can come in and, and learn. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that unfortunately there are people who take issue with that. Unfortunately. And I'm yeah. on, you know, on that first day, you know, and I think, you know, another background, you know, into this is that, you know, a week or so ago before this, Katie and I were in a different type of training. It was, you know, more intense, an intense training. And in there, you know, we discussed, you know, like what type of um, mode or mode or, you know, everyone should be in, you know, when it comes to like being aware of their surroundings. and. For those first couple of days, I kind of like joked about it because when I went on Monday, my first day of school, I'm like, I know, I've been working here about three weeks now. I, you know, want to get here on time. I was running a little late, so I grabbed my coffee. I just walked straight into the building. Yeah. Didn't see anything, didn't see any graffiti, didn't see anything on the ground. I was very, you know, tunnel vision, just like, let me get in the building. Students are here. And so, um, you know, my first interact, you know, my first preview of this was like, oh, there's a little meeting on the side, Katie's over there, and you know, the principal and everyone sitting down, all the teachers, professionals, and the principal just says, you know, as everyone knows, there's graffiti or they've been vandalized, and I'm like, I didn't see anything, I'm sorry, you know, like, my brain's like, what the heck are you talking about? Right. Um, and then, of course, I go see it, I was like, oh, wow, like, I was in a tunnel vision, and, you know, kind of like my perspective on it is, you know, with FlexSet being a small entity, a very, you know, very finite, you know, and we're like hitting kind of in the back of another, you know, of in this parking lot and like, you know, secluded. Um, I think of us, and as Peter was saying, it is a place, it's a, a facility where, you know, there are students that come to the school that once again, might not have had the best experience at their larger public school. Mm -hmm. um, and we do have a lot of students that either identify, you know, LGBTQ plus or are trying to figure out who they are and FlexSec has, for a lot of people, has have become that it has become that place, you know, to, to go to. Um, and so I do think that it being a smaller school and a school that really, as Katie was saying, you know, we do, you know, for what I've seen, pride ourselves on ensuring that it is a safe, inclusive place and students can be who they want to be, dress how they want to dress, you know, um, whatever their pronouns are wanting to be that particular day, we are very inclusive, you know, in, intrusive in wanting to know, you know, how is today you know, going for you, um, you know, and how is tomorrow going to go for you, and how was your weekend, and wanting to know that information, um, I do think, you know, it was targeted in a, in a way where, you know, it's a, it's a place in the back, no one's really going to, it's not going to blow up. Right. Those right. They thought they could get away with it. We can do what we want to do, right. you know, it's back here, and that might have been you know, part of it. And I think that, you know, um, but as we go on, you know, we, you know, and of course Katie was playing, you know, just, you know, how great the students there, there are there, how, how great they are mm -hmm. and how, you know, how strong and, and, you know, uh, the strong they are and what they did is just wonderful. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get like, you know, yeah. kind of my perspective, like, you know, it is a place in the back and I myself just walked into school and was oblivious thinking this, yeah. that would never happen to a place like this, but. Well, you are a, you are a person of color. You are you are a black man, and you are you you are you have a husband. You you mentioned that early on. So I imagine this incident, once you learned about it, probably did affect you in a personal way to see this messaging, did it not? <laughs> yes, you know. Um, as soon as it happened, I did text my husband, and you know he's a 
a resident in Ann Arbor at the hospital, and first thing he responded that was like, you know, oh my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, ha- it's awful. It's, you know, it's embarrassing and terrible, and yeah. I cannot apologize to you enough as a member of this community yeah. for the shame that this action has brought on this whole community. So please know that. I think we all feel the same yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. And this is certainly not representative of everybody here in this county, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on, because we want to tell your story in your own words so that people in our community know, first of all, how it affected you, how it affected the students, and you know what your school is about. You know, We want people to know about FlexSec because it really sounds like a great place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really quickly, I just have, I, have, I have one question about, because about, you mentioned it being in a secluded place, Quentin. Um, I understand that all this was caught on camera. Do police have any updates on the investigation? And can you tell us what law enforcement agencies were called to the scene on this? Can you speak to that a little bit? I don't have any um, sort of updated information as far as the investigation goes as of right now. Um, I do know that, like you said, we had uh, video, we have surveillance cameras. We turned um, that over to the police. Uh, Congresswoman Slotkin reached out to us. um, She's great. To put us sort of in contact with, my understanding is the FBI. So I believe that this is now being investigated at like a federal um, level. Wow. Good. Okay. The unfortunate thing is we have a, uh, sort of like a ring doorbell to our school. So you have to be buzzed in, but it, it catches you on camera. And even if you walk in front of it, it, you know, it starts recording and they duct taped over that. So walking up to it, they both had there were two individuals that had masks on. So there's not a whole lot to go off of in terms of identifying them that way. Um, And I mean, truthfully, it was thought out. Like they didn't drive into the parking lot. They walked in, they, you know, moved around the parking lot and then took off through, my understanding is the woods that are next to us. Yeah, that, that that was what I was going to ask. That's when Quentin was talking about you guys being back. I know the woods back right up to that or you back up to the woods. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that uh, that perfect, perfect and this, in this and was, out. This yeah. was the Livingston County Sheriff's Department that was the primary investigator of this incident? Yes. And have they followed up with you at all? Like, I mean, have they been in contact with you as far as you know? Like, just keeping you updated on what they're invest- on, on, on their investigation? Because I think there's a lot of people in this community who would like to see the perpetrators of this crime get caught. Yeah. And, and have yeah. to, and have to um, pay for, for, their, for their actions. Yeah. My understanding is that um, they have been in contact with our school leader, Dr. Hope, um, I haven't heard anything additional. Um, I also, honestly, I haven't asked. It's um, okay. I have just sort of assumed like when there's something substantial to share with us that they they will. Okay. Um, and our focus really has been on you know supporting students and making sure that they're all right. Yeah. So let let's let's segue over into that conversation because that's something we wanted to cover. So. Yeah. Can you tell us about what the student reaction was to this event and, and how it affected them? And then after we talk about this, I want to talk a little bit about 
some of the really positive things that students did in response to this, some positive messaging? I think that there was a mix of responses. I think some of our students sort of had the same response as Quentin, where it was like first day of school, like let me like get in, get going, and didn't realize or weren't paying attention, you know, to the graffiti in the parking lot. Um, we had students that were outraged. Um, and I think a lot of students just felt upset. It was like, this is sort of like our space in our community and someone has come in here and, and made it feel unsafe mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. um, a violation. That, yeah. Oh, definitely. And, you know, we've had a lot of really great support from the community. Um, I keep in touch with teachers who no longer work for us and they all reached out and were like, what do you, like, what do you need? I will come paint over it this weekend. Like I'll bring a power washer. What can we do to support you? Which I think speaks to the community that we've created that, you know, these people who yeah. no longer work for the school still feel the strong um, connection to it and want to make sure that it is taken care of. Um, parents were the same way. They reached out and it was like, what do you need from us? What can we do to help? How can we support you in taking care of this? And, we're really lucky in that Dr. Hope and our facilities manager, I mean, they really like immediately sort of got on it in terms of, okay, what can we get rid of right now? What? Because it was spray paint. To... It, was it was spray painted. Paint. It was yeah. not chalked on there. No, it was spray painted. Okay. Now, now, I have a question because you're a charter school. Now, are you chartered through a college we are uh, through Central Michigan University. Okay. Have they spoken out? Have they said anything? Has the college, their charter, gotten involved in any of this? Um, you know what? I can't, I can't speak on that. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know if they've reached out to Dr. Hope I, or I also haven't. I'm not sure if they've spoken out sort of publicly either. Okay. So I can't say for sure. Because you would think that would be something that, you know, would be important to them, you know, because, I mean, you're going to hopefully send some of your kids to Central. You know, I well, mean, maybe if yeah. we, you know, maybe by us talking about this, maybe it will help get, you know, maybe it'll get Central's attention and they will, you know, right. maybe, maybe step up and address it. But I wanted to, I wanted to um, talk a little bit. Could you, Ella, can you show the picture of the, uh, what the students did on the, yeah. so I don't know if you can see this, but right now, oh, you they can't see it. Well, this is a this is for our listeners um, who are actually watching our podcast on YouTube. Um, this is a picture of the chalk art that some of these students did uh, at Flex Tech to cover over some of this vandalism, and it's just beautiful. It's like LGBT. And then this beautiful flower over the swastika that was put yeah. in its place. So yeah. I just love I yeah, that, that cool. so much. That was that was cool. That to I see. think everyone, that... I think everyone who saw that and we got a lot of engagement when we posted that picture on the Stir yeah. Facebook page, that it made them feel oh a little bit better about what happened to know that the students are going to be okay. 
And you can see it there, you know, in that image, that this was a violation. Yeah, that's hope. Hope. That's Thank hope. Thank you, Jace. That's, that's hope. exactly the word I mean, I'm looking for. That's what for. I see. I see hope. I see that, you know. Yeah, it was... It was really something. So we're going to close up here pretty soon, but I just have a couple, just a couple more things I want to talk to you about, uh, Katie and Quentin. So um, I think there are parents in this community who, so we're, this community is still somewhat homogenous. We are starting to change, move it. We're, as, as the demographics of this county change, as different people move here from, you know, look, seeking a more affordable housing like and, and property that's not in the cities. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit more diversity in this in this area. I, I've lived here 30 years. I, my family moved here in the mid 80s. OK, we moved here from Detroit. When we moved here from Detroit, we were outsiders and like everyone knew it. You know what I mean? You kind of get labeled as outsider. We're we're just a. We were like a white family of four and we still got flack just for like being from Detroit. So like what I'm trying to say is, is that this, this, um, community is, it's diversifying slowly, but surely. So, but there are still parents here who, who I feel do not understand or value or some who even outright oppose the efforts of schools to introduce, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives into the classroom. And some call it even like, quote, indoctrination. Um, I would like you to speak to what you would say as professionals in the field of education to those parents who are either unsure of what diversity, equity, inclusion is or outright hostile toward this idea. Like, can you talk about why is it so important that students have an understanding in secondary education of these principles, even if it even if they're just like if they're white students or what you know moving on into the into the professional field yeah um big question <laughs> it is a big question <laughs> um no um, but um and of course not only being new to michigan new to ann arbor new to the county um and, and the brighton area um of course i can't speak on the you know, the history um, of the county. Um, but in regards to education, when it, when it, in regards to safe spaces, when it, in regards to classrooms, when it, come, when, it, when it comes to that 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 space outside of home, um, where a student really spend most of their time, which is in a school setting, um, the, the lens or the way that I come at it is that no matter the creed, no matter the, the background, no matter your upbringing, ethnicity, color, your parents' job, what your aspirations are in life, no matter all, put all that to the side, uh, I believe that every child, every student in K-12 college, when they come in, should feel as if they are in a safe space. That's number one. Meaning, when they come in, they should not have to think about what's been said in the hallway, whether or not they can wear what they want to wear to school, um, whether or not they could go by a particular name that they are that they feel more affirmed with, um, whether they go by a particular pronoun that they just feel more affirmed with because that's how they want to identify. No child or kid, teen, should have to feel as if they cannot be themselves. Um, and I think that 
the, no, matter, no matter, right wing, left wing, all of that, once again, all aside, I think that there's this ideal philosophy that when introducing other elements that are not normal, um, that is not the norm, that is not the, the majority, um, there's this thought process that, or this theory that, you know, when implementing that, that's now going to become the new norm. You know, <clears throat> if we're going to introduce LGBTQ culture or pronouns, then everyone has to go this way or has to, um, you know, introduce themselves that way. Um, if we're going to introduce additional black history into the school that, you know, um, you know, that this is the new norm and this is what everyone has to go by. And um, there is a sphere that, you know, oh, if we're going to do that, then we would no longer, there's no longer masculinity or there's no longer us talking about, you know, George Bush, man, George, you know, George Washington, or, you know, speaking about the, the you know, the other, you know, the, what, what has become the majority or what has become the normal. Um, and so my take on it is that, New, newness is great mm -hmm. um you know providing opportunity for students in the space to be themselves um they're you know they're i i trained in um in michigan i'm sorry in um in madison wisconsin and you know i usually i would tell the you know professionals that you know there's no data that says you know um using pronouns hurts people you know it doesn't hurt students it doesn't hurt the culture there's no data that shows that yeah. you know whatsoever I mean, you know it's on the contrary it's opposite you know being able to use pronouns only affirms people they feel safer students feel safer when they go home they feel um better about themselves and better in the school setting and so um you know the data to implement new newness and to ensure that we're we're bringing everyone in and is that inclusive there, there's only data that supports why it's great you know better why it's great because all these students are feeling you know, much, you know, safer. Um, I don't think all the time. No, well, I wanted to add to that. So there, and there's a, there's a, um, so when a, when a, when a student graduates secondary school and moves on to a professional education, mm -hmm. be that in the private sector or the public sector, I think there is an expectation in these successful work environments that you do have an understanding of how to get along with people who are different than you. I, I work for Michigan medicine. Okay. So I work there. We have de we have DEI policies that are written into our code of conduct and we do that training regularly. And it is an expectation as a 200-year-old institution where we are serving patients not continually for the past, you know, since the early 1800s that we do it with kindness, respect, and no matter what background you come from, and I think there's a, there's an expectation in the professional world that when people leave secondary school that they're and graduate go to college and then become professionals that they're able to do that. Would you agree with that as a college and career counselor? Oh, one hundred percent. And you know my take on it all, like you know, and hopefully you understand what I mean by this next little piece I want to say is that you know, he probably can say that whenever I. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go ahead, Katie. Well, what, we just what had would you have to say? I, my sort of take on it is, you know, working in education. My goal is just for these students to leave us and 
and just understand sort of the value of like human dignity. Right. You don't have to share my beliefs. You don't have to, you know, follow what I believe. I just hope that you are able to respect the people that you're around and that you're sharing a space with. Yeah. Basic human decency. Where has it gone? <laughs> but it is, but like Jay said, there is hope. The hope is the young people. Is that not right? Oh, oh definitely. Definitely. I, I truly believe that. I and that's why, that's why Flex Tech is so important and what you're doing is so important. And before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add? I mean, anything you would, you'd like to say, or do you think we covered it pretty well or? This is, I'm giving you the floor, both you and Quentin, who is back with us now. No, sorry about sorry. that, Quentin. I think we well, might have lost you for a minute. That's, that's all right. <laughs> Do you want to finish your thought about what we were talking about with in, in the you know, professional was, world? You kind of hit it on the decency and, and, and treating everyone with respect. And what I was going to say is like, whenever I meet a student, a new person, one of the first questions I usually ask, not like, when's your birthday? And I really asked that, not really to like, I want to make a horoscope or, you know. I I'm a Taurus, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Okay, well, I'm sorry, I'm just Taurus. kidding with you. Go ahead and interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> um, but it's really to, it's, it's for me to strip away everything. Yeah. And, and I was born, you were born. We have right. birthdays. Right. And yes. from there, we can then, of course, talk about, What's your favorite show? You know, okay, we have some some similarities. You know, where does your name come from? I'll tell you, you know, where does my name come from? And so I start with like, you know, when's your birthday to just talk, you know, strip away any differences, anything that you have in common, all of that good stuff. It's like at the end of the day, I was born, you were born, we can have this conversation. We really don't have, you know, it doesn't have to get any deeper than this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't need to put your social security number or your deepest, darkest secret. You know, right. it's just a simple respect decency i'm a human you're a human um and we don't you know if, if it's uncomfortable for you to say your pronouns or if it's uncomfortable for me to say my pronouns it's it's actually okay and it being it by it being okay we can still respect each other and i think that that's like pretty that the real message in there is yeah. that you know that's and that's what it is that is what it is, is. and if i do say mine i'm okay with you not saying yours Please be okay with me saying, acknowledging, you know, saying my pronouns and um, because that's how I want to introduce myself and it's just respecting each other um, and being decent um, with one another. Um, I think that's just the big message that I think that everyone just needs to. Bye-bye. <laughs> you know, what I'd like to know is, um, and I think we all would like to know is, if you were able to say something to who did this, okay? What would you say to them? You know, like, what What would be your um, your take? What? Mm. Either of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, truthfully, I don't know that I have much to say to them. Really, I'm more impressed with our students and their resilience and sort of a, like you, you didn't destroy the first day for us. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, those, our kids yeah. came in yeah. and they still had a great day and they sort of took ownership of, of the space in the parking lot and they covered, you know, your, 
your hateful language with positive things. And I think that just speaks to, to our kids. And I means more to me in acknowledging them and how just inspired I am by them than addressing these two individuals who honestly, I just don't feel like deserve. They don't deserve, they don't even deserve. I 100% agree. Well, Katie and Quentin, We want to thank you so much for spending this time with us today on our very first podcast and for being patient with us through some of the kinks. (laughs) But I think um, it's just been such a pleasure talking to both of you. It's been so enlightening. And we just want to thank you for for coming here on The Stir today. Well, thank you for having us, and congratulations on your first episode. Thank you. We hope you have a great school year. Yeah, here's to a great school year. Here's to a great school year, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, folks, here on The Stir, we're going to take one more break before we move on to our next segment. Uh, That's our closing segment, and we are calling that Good Vibes. So tune in as we wrap this up. We have have two great stories to share for Good Vibes. So we'll be right back after the break. All right, folks, we're back. Yeah. (laughs) What an amazing interview that was with Katie and Quentin. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Very, very um, educational. Yeah. yeah. What did you think, Jace, about what they had to say about hope? I thought that was so important. Do you agree, Ella? I mean, yeah, it was important. To, I'm just a little bit worried because, you know, I'm sure some people are going to, like, five minutes in, get to the part where they were like, oh, we're from Ann Arbor, and they'll go, oh, we don't need to listen to them anymore. Well, <laughs> well and, and, but that's, you know what? That's okay. I think that I think that's what we're here doing. Right. Is we're trying to see, but... I think it'll be the opposite way. I, I think people will want to hear. Yeah. I think I think I, you're right. I think there's a lot of people out there. Well, there's a lot of people out here who are from other places, who have moved here from other places, like I talked about. Right. And I mean, right. this area, it, it continually keeps changing and growing. And I think that's a good thing. I think all of those experiences just add to the, the richness of our community. Um, and we can really, we can make Livingston County, County a great place if we can all... Just learn to like listen to each other, respect each other, right. and appreciate each other. Appreciate yeah. those experiences. It's a good thing. It's it's positive. Well, and that's what he said. Yes, absolutely. If I want to say my pronouns and you don't want to, oh well, just move I mean, on. yeah, the using pronouns is actually really good too because it saves a buttload of time. It does. Like imagine if I had to say, okay, okay, now Casey Halton is going to take Casey Halton. I mean, like yeah, that's why we. <laughs> That's why you got to be careful with words. You can't right. just say using pronouns. It means using preferred pronouns. It's You can't just leave that part out. Well, let, let me tell you. It's so, a, here's the thing. Some people, for some reason, think that like you have to say your pronouns. I'm going to share a little fact. Yeah. I do not have my pronouns in my email signature. You, and, and why is that? I don't need them. You don't need them. Yes. They can look at my face. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Ella, and your name. Yeah. I mean, your name is Ella. I don't know of many men who are Ella. Right. So I would I would assume, but see there but they're here. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the opposite thing. I'm gonna say this. I'd rather know than assume. Right. But right. it's more fun yeah. if <laughs> someone assumes correctly. See, I, I look at you, Ellen, and I, I know I've told you this before. You are very feminine to me. Like, you present very feminine. You, like, 
you're very, I think you're very pretty. Like, I think you have beautiful bone structure. You've got right. that, like, Eastern European descent, like, jaws and cheeks. Like, like, I, I wish, I wish I had that look. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, anyways, but guess what time it is. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. So, why is it, you guys, that we decided to end the show on a positive note? Like, why is that so important? I think we all got together during our drive one and we said, this is really what we want to make happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's simple. I mean, good vibes brings positivity. It shows that, it shows, it brings out the good that's happening in the county. Yeah. Because there is good. And the fun. And the and, fun, yes. And the cuteness. There's yeah. going to be cuteness yeah. today. I'm going to give y'all a cuteness warning. You're going to get cuteness. But yeah. not just, not right now. <laughs> this here. <laughs> this, this is not necessarily cuteness. So I want to, I want to bring I can see it over here. I want to bring up the first thing. Now, this was not something that somebody sent to us. I found this just scrolling through Facebook. I thought, was, I thought it was so funny. Like, okay, so WWJ News Radio ran this story a couple days ago about this Tom. Um, he's Tom, like turkey. Yeah, That's turkey. what you call male turkey. turkeys, yep. right? They're called yep. Toms. <laughs> this this Look fella. His name. His name. This fella's name is Dinner. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about being... Now, if you don't like your name, there are people out there that don't like their name. Yeah. Like, imagine having the name Dinner and maybe even being, like, the potential of Dinner. I don't know. I just think this is so funny. So anyway, it says here that there's parents uh, in Brighton. They're irked by this big brown turkey that's been walking out into traffic. It, it's... I think this is so funny. Like in the middle of school, like so not all, like that is bold. Yeah. Is that not bold? Like he could come out at any time of the day. Right. He could come out at like three. Uh, maybe you know I don't know. Like what's a good time when school's you know in the middle of the day? Like one o'clock when the kids are in school. He's like, oh no no no. I'm gonna come out at what is it eight o'clock in the morning or as they're dropping your class. Yeah, this is I'm coming out. I'm presenting myself. This is who I am, and y'all can like deal with it. This is this is the this is the energy of this turkey. (laughs) I know they're all like just there's a thing in this. There's a part of this story where it says um, I'm reading it online. It says there's people that are. Other, so other people are, are annoyed and irked by this. Okay, and I I understand that. I'm not trying to minimize. I know that, like, getting your kids to school on time, like, that's an important thing. Right, right. But it turns out, I think they're working on a solution. People didn't know that this turkey was actually somebody's pet. They thought he was, like, <laughs> well, they thought he was a game I mean, bird. Maybe traffic jams wouldn't be such an issue if we weren't all reliant on cars. But that's a topic for a different story. This is good. If we had public vibes, transportation so. in Livingston County, more, more that there would be fewer people uh, held up here by by Mr. Dinner here. Yeah. So what did what did the owners say? I mean, so, I so, see it says here he was unaware, but what what he says? Dinner's owner did not disclose what he will do to keep his pet. In his enclosure and keep peace with middle school residents. So he didn't disclose it. But okay. apparently he's, he sounds like he's got a plan. He came forward. This guy, I think he said his name is Joe. Yeah, he goes by Joe. It just says Joe. Um, 
he's going to become different. Yeah, he's, yeah. That's, I, what, I, that's why he I think this guy's got it. maybe a couple months and he might end up on somebody's table. But yeah. anyway, that's what I wanted to share for that section of good vibes. That's, that's I, cool. That brings, that brings a laugh. I I'm like that. I'm sorry. I thought that was so freaking funny. Oh, okay, so, okay, look at this. Okay, this was sent to us. So, for our audiences, like I said earlier in the show, we put out an announcement uh, last week on our Facebook for submissions to our Good Vibes segment. And we got one. And I was so excited. Yeah. I did like a squeak. Because I couldn't, I didn't think anybody was going to send us anything. Um, at least not the first week. Right. And then Aaron sent this to us. And... Um, Aaron is a friend of Jace's. You've known each other. You went to South Lyon High School yeah, together? We went to is South that Lyon what it High is? School together. Yes. Okay, so let me read you what Aaron wrote. And look at these babies. Look at them. Oh my gosh. They're just they're unbelievable. They're just so cute. Look at those eyes. Look at that. Okay, so Aaron says to us, um, she writes, Hello. Always looking for ways to spread love and positivity. Three years ago, I earned my wildlife rehabilitator licensure through the Michigan DNR and started a fawn rescue. Every spring, many fawns end up orphaned and or injured for various reasons. I spend the summer months nursing babies back to health, teaching them to forage and preparing them for release in the wild where they're meant to be. Heart. It's a privilege to help these babies get a second chance at life. Thanks for all you folks do for the marginalized and oppressed. I love your passion and enthusiasm, especially in this very intolerant community. And hello to my co-SLH grad, Jace. Warm regards, Erin, she, her, hers. Yeah. Thank you, Erin. Oh, Aaron my gosh. A beautiful soul. Erin has is. always been a beautiful soul. So this, And she this... has the best job in the world, apparently. I would do this all day long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over time, you don't even need to pay me. I mean, look. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So thank you so very much, Aaron, for submitting that to us. If you would like to submit something to us for our, our Good Vibes segment, which we are going to be doing regularly here on this show, every episode, send it to the StirPod at ProtonME. What we ask you to do is just include your first name, your pronouns, Send us, we love pictures, but if you don't have pictures, you can always send us a, just a message of something right. that you're happy about, a charity that you're involved in, something, you know, your kid did that was really awesome, just something that gives off good feelings. So, and also, if you don't mind, if you could say, with your pronouns, say where you're, where you're from, like just, just your city or township as well. So we hope, they hope that more people will send stuff into us because we right. love ending our show on this note. Yeah, this it is great. Makes us happy. This is great. Makes us happy. And you know what? I just have to say. This has been a great first, oh, it's been been a great so first podcast. I'm really excited for what we're going to be bringing to yeah. people. And and, and um, I'm just excited to be with you ladies. I'm so excited to be with the both of you too. I think this is just like, be great. like manifesting right now. We have had this dream for so long. And right. the fates like brought us together to yeah. do this and yeah. and really get our voices out there. And be a voice for other people as well. So we right. thank you so much today, all of you, for joining us on The Stir. Tune in next time. And, yeah. yeah. We'll see you then. We'll see you then. Peace. 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 Peace.